Hey, DJ Flook here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. There's a lot of people in the sports world nowadays athletes, media personalities, bloggers, podcasters, video producers, influencers all with amazing stories to share about how they got to where they are today and where they're going tomorrow. I'm DJ Fluke, and along with my partners, Kate Thompson. I'm sorry, I didn't go to a college that has football teams, so sometimes I space out. And Jillian Fisher. Hey! Oh my gosh, I alerted my pug, and he's like, oh no, don't bark, please don't bark. We're here to share those stories in something we like to call StadiumScene.tv's main event. Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. If you can't tell, this, uh, I guess, will be our unofficial Halloween episode with Kate the Sloth. Say hi, Kate the Sloth. Does Kate just hey. speak, or does she just do like mascot waves? How does that work? Wow, <laughs> you don't have to see her face, and she's silent. This is great. <laughs> oh, I've got the screenshot for this week's episode. <laughs> there we go. So another ten minutes with. Thanks for joining us today, um, Kate the Sloth. I don't know if she's going to take her mask off or not, but whatever. So we're joined here today. Uh, really appreciate our guest jumping on. The, the original guest scheduled for today uh, actually was sick and had to cancel on us. And our guest, Ed De La Puente, the uh, owner-operator of the Itinerant Fan, uh, has joined us today. Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks, DJ, for having me. Uh, good to be on. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be a, a member of Stadium Scene. I, you know, I've seen, uh, discovered a lot of great content on there, and so, um, so it's nice to... to get to know you guys better and to, to be part of the network. Appreciate it. Say hi to Kate the Sloth. Hi, Kate the Sloth. Hey. I, I should wave so that you can actually see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to just go. It's whatever. We're going with it. Yeah. It, it's Halloween week. So the itinerant fan, we were talking before, you said that, um, you know, you've been running this show for, or this site for about 10 years now, and you've been, um, you know, you, you, some people have some issues with it. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, why you started the site and how you came up with the name? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, my thing, ever since I've been, I was uh, uh, in high school or even earlier than that, my, I've, had a, I've had a fascination with stadiums and arenas, like, you know, and, and seeing them on TV, I've always been like, I want to go there. And so I think with a lot of fans, as they grow up and they, they start traveling and going to see games, they start going, you know what would be cool? if I could go to every ballpark in the majors or if I could go to every NBA arena or whatever that, 
whatever their, their passion is. So my goal became to see every stadium in each of the four major leagues. So baseball, football, uh, MLB, NFL, NBA, and the NHL. So, um, and that's, that, that includes, I, I should throw in the caveat that like, if, um, so Madison Square Garden, you have to see the Knicks and the Rangers yeah. uh, can count two. You can't just say one and then say, I count them for both, right? So that's that means currently- You have to go to the Staples Center three times. That's right. And I actually have never been to a Clippers game, so I can't count it for all three. So, uh, but, so but you know, but you are in the LA area, yet you have not been to a Clippers game. <laughs> not, I have not been to a Clippers game, so uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, actually, I, I, actually, I should. Uh, I have not been to a Clippers game at Staples Center. I used. I went to one at the old LA Sports Arena back in the day. Okay. Which was kind of a dumb, but um, um, but anyway. So um, so that's my. So that was kind of the genesis of the site was to um, chronicle that, you know, because uh, that uh, every time I went to a new place, I would write about it. Um, uh, I have a writing background. I have a journalism degree. I was a, I was a writer for a few years. Um, I wanted to chronicle that, and I thought it'd be hey, it'd be fun to start a blog. This was like in the you know semi early days of WordPress and all that. So um, so I started the blog, um, wrote about it in uh, you know just. I wanted to just write about my own experiences, but as I went along, I realized, you know, if I could actually inspire people to take their own road trips, maybe the site could be worth something and we could actually help people. So that's, that's like the new stated goal of the site um, is to help pe- kind of inspire people to take trips of their own and, and to do it. Um, uh, and, and I try to show, give my experiences to show people you know, hey, if you want to, if you always want to take that road trip, here's how you can do it. Um, here's here are my experiences, and here's my quest to see all of, uh, all of the major stadiums out there. And if I can help pe- other people do that, then I feel like the the site is um, achieving its goal. Now, um, I called it itinerant fan. Um, it, it was so it was originally called the itinerant fan, but I I, I always say I, I joke I have something in common with Facebook because at some point I dropped the the <laughs> and so it's now just itinerant fan um it's and, not old enough to remember the Facebook yeah I know <laughs> but uh Kate were you a mascot at and one then time? um you got, the, you got the the whole thing down very well <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of distracting to be honest <laughs> but um yeah, I, I chose the name itinerant fan because I, I was I was gonna choose something like traveling fan or something like that, and I was like, that's kind of bland, and so I chose itinerant. But over the years, I've discovered that people are a lot of people either don't know what itinerant means or don't know how to don't know how to spell it. So, um, which which presents a problem when people when I say, yeah, my site's called itinerant fan, and people try to find it, they they don't get the URL right, and then that's it. Then. I lose a I lose a page view right there. So um, uh, um, if I could go back, um, I would probably try to choose something a little simpler, uh, easier that rolls off the tongue. But at this point, <laughs> it's been around long enough. See the, the way you spell itinerant. I T I N E R A N T. Like I've typed it a million times. So I, uh, if I if I didn't know it by now, I'd no what. Well, we've actually noticed um, with with sites where the spelling may be a little bit long. Um, you know, there's like there's a running joke with with Dick Sporting Goods. You know, the yeah. DickSportingGoods.com is really long, but for the longest time, 
if you went to dicks.com, it took you to an adult website. But at some point, not too long ago, they ended up <laughs> getting that back. <laughs> yeah. So there's, you hear of all these people that, yeah, hey, I went to dicks.com and it wasn't a sporting goods site. But, <laughs> but, but what, what, what people do, I've noticed, is they'll buy a short URL or they'll do like a vanity URL where like, I don't know if a dot .fan exists or something like that. Or, you know, they yeah. make like it.fan or something like that. And it just forwards to your site. And that way you got a, a short URL to give to somebody and make it easier to spell. So um, yeah. that, that definitely is, uh, is becoming more popular for people that like, you know, and maybe my domain is a little too hard to spell. <laughs> but. Uh, I want to shorten, uh, I, uh, the kind of the nickname for the site is ifan. Um, I, I was like, I wonder if Apple will ever come after me for that. But um, <laughs> as far as I know, they haven't, they haven't, um, they haven't marketed, a, they haven't made a product called iFan yet. Like a, not, a not that I'm aware of. They may, have, power the, fan or they may have the trademark on i at this point. Yeah. So, but I thought about that. I thought about that as a, as a, like a vanity URL or, or something, but um, there you go. not, not quite there yet. I just, uh, uh, I'll roll with itinerant for the time being. We'll see if demand calls for uh, a short new. <laughs> There you go. Kate, Kate the Sloth, I, I believe you have a question. So what is the typical like experience that a new reader will read? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for this. This is so stupid. <laughs> 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 <All> right. <laughs> Did you even understand the question? Um, I think it was something to the effect of uh, what what would uh, what would a new sloth who uh, uh, yeah. visits my site what would they expect <laughs> to find right <laughs> so um, so I, I write a lot of guides to to all of the stadiums and arenas that I've been to um, you know I try to detail the entire experience so um, you know I think I think a lot of fans do like to know before they've gone to at least I like to know. Um, before they visit a stadium for the first time, uh, how do I get there? What's the parking like? What's the public transportation like? What kind of food is there to, to have? What, uh, are there obstructed view seats? Um, so I try to get into all of that in, in my guides. I have a guide, I have guides written for each of the major stadiums, um, that I've been to. And then, um, um, also, you know, guides to cities. Um, got, you know, if you've never been to Pittsburgh, I'm throwing Pittsburgh out as kind of a random, um, and I, I'm going, Hey, I, I got, I scored tickets to see the Steelers game, but I've never been to Pittsburgh. So what is there to see? So like, you know, what museums are there? What, what do you want to eat? You want, Hey, you know, there's a sandwich. They serve a sandwich out there in Pittsburgh. They put fries in the sandwich. What the heck? Like, you know, if you don't know that here, here uh, I'm letting you know that that's something you can experience in, in Pittsburgh. So shout um, out to man, brothers. Yes. Um, yes, we are very familiar. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, they actually copied that at a uh, outside of Wrigley Field. There's a place called Lucky's Sandwich. Shop. I've been to Lucky's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lucky's is awesome. I, I have a friend in Chicago who um, um, he uh, forget what he does. He 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 like he's a he helps distribute um, liquor around the city to 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 restaurants and stores and stuff like that. So he's a I fun like guy. I like him already. Yeah. And, and big Malort fans, so um, he'll he'll talk your ear off about Malort. Mm -hmm. So, um, but things like that, and then I write about my own experiences. Um, so, a, a couple of weeks back, when the ALCS was down in San Diego, 
uh, uh, sorry, the ALDS, um, they weren't allowing fans into the stadiums, but there was a hotel across the way that um, had a rooftop lounge and they were allowing people in. So, so, um, so I went down to San Diego, uh, stayed at this hotel. It was a Marriott and I'm a big Marriott guy. So that, that, that part of it was easy. And then um, I went up to this rooftop top lounge and, and watched the game and uh, watched as much of it as I could from my vantage point and wrote about it. So look, little stories like that. It, during the pandemic, you've had, I've had to get a little creative about some of the experiences because, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, it's been hard to, to say, you know, hey, well, we can't go to sporting events right now. So let, let me shut down the blog for six months. I've, I've, I've tried to be active as possible, um, writing about writing about my experiences, writing about past experiences, look, kind of looking back on things that I've done over the years. And hopefully that, in, that provides inspiration for you for, you know, 2021, when hopefully the, we'll, we'll have full stadiums again. Um, it'll inspire you to say, hey, I want to go do this trip that I've been wanting to do for years. I've been, uh, I've been wanting to see my favorite team on the road. Um, I want to give you that inspiration. I'll, I'll use that word over and over again, inspiration. So actually, we're going to have to introduce you. I, I reached over to my bookshelf. We'll, uh, we'll have to introduce you to our friend, uh, Mark Darden, who he actually wrote a book. He went to every single major league ballpark in one season. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I've, I feel like I've heard his name. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he goes, his, his company or his group or that he has is called Buckeye Muscle. Okay, and yeah, I've seen them he, on Instagram. Uh-huh. He, yeah, he tells all his stories about how he went through the cities and, and he goes through like the logistics and, and goes through and puts like a budget in at the end and how, you know, he got very creative with Megabus and Greyhound and, and you know, various public transportation. So, yeah, it's, he's definitely a guy you should, uh, we need to introduce you to. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Piece of advice that you've uh, you learned since you've started your site that you would share. Um, so, I think the big thing, and, and this is something that I only started doing in the last couple of years, I'm almost ashamed to admit it, that, that I thought this whole time, all I have to do is write the blog, write, create content and publish it and people would find it. And um, I have discovered over the course of, of time that um, Google doesn't work that way. Google won't just put your site, put, take your, 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 your content and put it in a place where people can see it. Um, and if you don't share your, if you don't, you're not vocal about sharing your content, um, on social media or just simply talking about it or or putting it somewhere where people can find it, you can't expect people to find it. So, um, uh, uh, starting a couple of years ago, I I really started refocusing on, am I right? Not, am I writing content that I would consume, but am I writing content that would be helpful for other people? Um, and, you know, I actually started talking to you, hey, do, you know, can you look at my site and, and see, uh, is this something that would be helpful to you? And um, I got some good constructive criticism off of that. Um, actually started focusing on SEO, which, you know, sounds dumb for a, to say, if, you know, if a blogger who, who didn't really care about SEO to, um, to you know, to, to hear, it, it sounds dumb to say that now, but, you know, um, I, I didn't care before. Uh, now, now I care a lot. So, um you know, I, so I think the overarching piece of advice I would give is if you're trying to, if, if you're trying to reach, a, you, you know, if you're trying to find your niche and your audience, really focus on, 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 on getting it there. And it's not just about 
it's not just about writing good content as, as a writer, like that pains me to say, cause like, you know, you, you think the writing is, you know, if you produce good art, like people will find it. Right. But it's not, but you have to find that audience too. And, and there's, there's a bit of marketing involved in that. And there's a bit of um, technical savvy involved in that. There's a, you have to know a little bit of about social media, about SEO and all that. And, and to, uh, in the last couple of years, once I started focusing on that, it's actually made a really big difference. Um, so much so that, you know, I was like, what the hell was I doing the last four years prior to this? You know, I wasn't even think thinking about this sort of stuff. One of the things we noticed too, that you take advantage of that I know a lot of our, our blog partners don't is, is Pinterest. And there's the stereotype that, oh, Pinterest is for women and, well, you know, and sharing recipes. And it's, it's so much more than that. And that's just, it, you couldn't be further from the truth. Pinterest, like we, we, you know, we publish our work onto Pinterest, as you, you've probably seen. Yeah. It is a great source of traffic to your site. It is a, you know, you put a good engaging image, which, you, you know, you do a great job of that. But then on your pins, good hashtags, people find your pins you know, you're, you're, it's free traffic to your site. Like it's, it's, uh, it's so much more effective than, than Facebook or even Twitter for, for that. Yeah. Well, the, the thing I didn't understand. So I, I'm one of those people who was like, I don't, I'm Pinterest. Like I don't, I don't understand. I didn't understand it. And I, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here right now and say, I still, that I really fully understand it, but I read somewhere an explanation that like really hit home. And that that's basically is, is that, most users use Pinterest as a visual search engine. It's, it's like Google results, but with images. Yes. And once I, and once I got, once I heard that, I was like, Oh, okay. So I stopped caring about, well, am I, I'm, am I, you know, crafting the message? And it was more about, okay, have good images here. Be concise about what it is that, that the pin's going to be about. And, and I was like, whoa, this, this actually works. You should see my graph of, of my analytics graph. It went like, went whoop, like this. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. And then, um, that, and then I actually started paying um, for um, a, a few promoted pins and that worked too. And I was like, and I tried not to go over with, with promotion, but um, that actually like, yeah, I would say Pinterest more than any other um, social network drive, that actually drives traffic to my site. Um, it, it's kind of amazing to see. Another, another fun secret about Pinterest that a lot of people don't know is that if you share a link to your YouTube, like if you upload a video to YouTube and you put in the, the link, the YouTube link, it'll actually put the YouTube preview as a pin. And actually people can watch your YouTube videos directly from Pinterest. So you are building up your YouTube views from your Pinterest account. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It, it's yeah. pretty incredible. I mean, it's, it's a very, very powerful tool that, I, you know, and people are clearly using it. I mean, we're seeing thousands, you know, thousands of, of uh, hits on our pins every month. And I, it's, it's, I, I think it's really underutilized. It's a great source of traffic. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, um, I definitely, even over the last six months or so of discovering how, how powerful it is, I probably still don't utilize it as effectively as I could. You know, if I, if I, uh, if I concentrate on them, because I, I, I have weeks where I just put up pins every day and I, and I see the, the effect. And then there are weeks I, I just completely ignore it. Um, last week was a week where I just completely ignored it. And, and, and then after a week, I'm just like, you know, I need to get back to making more pins for Pinterest. So, um, um, but even sporadically like that, there's a huge difference. 
So imagine if I could do it. And, and there, there are bloggers out there, uh, content creators who, who, who put up several pins a day and they see like huge numbers off of that. Hey, um, you also need to be saving other people's pins to your boards. You can't have it yep. one Kate the Sloth agrees. Yeah, it's it's got to be a two-way thing. Otherwise, you're not going to get the full, and you know the full influence and the full traffic out of it. So yeah, there you go. There's yeah, your, I do that. I do that a lot. With, sorry, I, I do that a lot with um, with travel bloggers. There, there's so much good travel content out there, but I've discovered there's like not a lot about stadiums and arenas. So um, the ones I do, I, I once I do see, I I, pin, I try to pin them and promote them. I mean, I you know. Uh, I like to be good about like lifting other people's content up, up if it's if it's you know if I think it's good, um, but yeah I, I think there's there's kind of a gap in in sports content on Pinterest. Um, um, I, I, I'm interested in seeing like in the next year or so if, like if more more sports um, content creators are going to start using it because I think it, I think it's super powerful. I mean and it, you know you just put you just slap the logo of a team or like you know. The, the Wrigley Field marquee or something, something that's like instantly recognizable to sports fans. And that's like automatic pinage right there, you know? Uh, is pinage a word? I, don't know. I mean, even, even a good hashtag, like one of, one of our top individual pins that we see, it, it's, it's just the podcast logo from one of our partners, but they put a good hashtag in there for one of the, you know, one of the Liverpool players, Liverpool FC players. And this pin, which is just their podcast logo, Every month gets hundreds of, of views and saves alone. <laughs> just off of just a, a good hashtag with it, which is yeah. amazing to me. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's powerful. And, and, and us having this discussion right now actually reminds me, like, I kind of slipped up in my, in my Pinterest right now, so I better get back to it. <laughs> so go ahead and, uh, and start wrapping this up. Ed, where do you find your site? Where do you find your social media? Um, so, um, everything is itinerant fan. So I, I have uh, facebook.com slash itinerant fan, Twitter, itinerant fan, uh, Instagram slash itinerant fan. And uh, of course, Pinterest. Um, I, um, am probably more active on, on Instagram and Pinterest than the other two. Um, though that's hope I'm hopefully, I'm hoping to get sort of a more, um, consistent use out of, out of each of those. And I would, I actually had plans this year to start a YouTube channel um, uh, with videos of each of the stadiums I visited and uh, you know how that went with, uh, mm -hmm, yeah. with COVID. So, um, Not so much. Um, I'd like to get there eventually, but um, um, you know, and, and you probably know that with YouTube, you can't um, create um, your own channel with your own name until you get to a certain threshold of subscribers. So like, one of these days, I would like to get to the point where I have enough subscribers that I can have a YouTube channel, YouTube slash itinerant fan. But one of these days, that's my that's my next uh, mountain go. to conquer. <laughs> okay, so Ed, uh, thanks again for being on the show today. Uh, the site is the itinerant fan. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, DJ and and Kate the Sloth. Um, I, again, I appreciate um, your support of of and um, you know helping me discover good content too. So um, um, thanks for doing this. So thank you very much. So and again, for, uh, you know, for our work, it's stadiumscene.tv. Join the network. Give us a follow at Stadium Scene on Facebook, Twitter, 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 <laughs> Pinterest, <laughs> at stadium underscore scene on Instagram. And maybe Kate the Sloth will be back next time. Maybe not. 
we'll see. So we'll see you next time.